Hi there listeners. Welcome to episode 117 of Never on the Backfoot podcast. This is me Neha Shetty and I'm so glad to have you all listening in. The semi-finals of the 2021-22 Ranji Trophy season began on June 14th with Bengal facing Madhya Pradesh and Mumbai contesting with Uttar Pradesh in the second match. The two games were played at the Karnataka Cricket Association ground in Allur and the Just Cricket Academy in Bengaluru respectively. We had Madhya Pradesh and Mumbai progress into the finals. Madhya Pradesh not considered among the cricket elites during the past decade. humbled domestic powerhouse mumbai by 6 wickets in a one-sided ranji trophy final under coach chandrakant pandit who exorcised the ghosts of losing at the same ground 23 summers ago this episode is a review of the semi finals and the finals of the tournament On the podcast today we have Kristen Jacob who along with his team of 6 members manages the Indian domestic cricket forum platform across different social media outlets without further ado let's hop on to this very interesting discussion Kristen welcome to the podcast how are you doing today I'm doing great thanks for inviting me and letting me share my experience and reviewing the semi final and final of ranji trophy thank you right it is certainly going to be exciting and you know before we get started with our topic uh, i'll just ask you a couple of questions you know so we can acquaint our listeners about you and your lovely venture indian domestic cricket forum so now my first question is since when have you been following domestic cricket i started following domestic cricket since 2019 earlier i was part of a global group in facebook there i saw many people interact but their main theme was international cricket so i along with vivek who is a co admin of our facebook group and all other platform decided that we need a separate group to discuss about the domestic cricket as to share the stats of them promote them and discuss about them and other factor has been earlier i used to follow espn cricket info articles and there people used to write many things uh, about the match and some not so interesting comments so i used to read them and follow them very passionately then i realized that it was very toxic so that, then i uh, that also prompted me to make a separate group for domestic cricket that uh, it would be clean for discussion and on january 20 2019 we formed a facebook group named indian domestic cricket forum right that obviously you know is one of the most you know important things you could do for our indian domestic cricket ecosystem but even in general right how do you see uh, your major news outlets report on domestic cricket and that's exactly what prompted you to start idcf and how do you think it has evolved from that 2019 journey in my childhood i used to follow passionately sports star and espn cricket info in school library i used to go uh, and read the uh, magazines of the sports star and read what's the progress earlier my parents didn't allow me to follow the cricket they were uh, they were like uh, follow uh, no no they were not interested to follow cricket so they asked me to follow on the study but gradually after settling down uh, i had uh, i developed a great interest in cricket 
Right, that was really fascinating to hear. And uh, you know, although you have started such a lovely venture, there must have been some challenges or hurdles that you have faced. Could you reflect on that too? Challenges has been growth because since two thousand nineteen, we started this. Uh, initially, it was a Facebook group. So then, after uh, then after a few months, that uh, we realized that we need to tap other segments also, like. other social media segment like instagram twitter and we have a linkedin account and recently our new admin sucharita suggested that we should start our podcast so uh, uh, gradually we increased our presence in social media initially to convince others to interact with us and share their photos was not uh, easy especially the female cricketers photo domestic cricketers photo is not easy to access but gradually now we have decent amount of reach on instagram so whenever we ask any player photo they now share without any hesitance right that is really amazing to hear and you know talking about how uh, you guys have actually grown across so many platforms my question is how do you form contact uh, you know with these domestic players umpires and other uh, people you have interviewed domestic player has been interesting because uh, first first contact has to be the jammu and kashmir selector surbi dadichi Uh, she started following us on instagram and she messaged that we are doing a great job so that's why uh, that's when we realized that we have a decent amount of contact so one day we asked her can she provide us to players to interview so she gave us permission to interview sarla devi and bhavandeep kaur who were recently part of the challenger trophy mm -hmm. so uh, that prompted us to contact many more players now we are contacting uh, uh, we are con uh, contacting malolan sir who is a rcb scout mm -hmm. that's a herculean ta task because getting up uh, it needed approval of the pr team of the rcb and luckily they approved in time and we were able to uh, interview him successfully right and i must say that was an absolutely fascinating interview there was just so many insights and the listeners if you're uh, you know uh listening to this episode you should definitely tune into that episode as it really gives you an insight into how you know the whole scouting process works but uh, coming back uh now when you look at the road ahead right for idcf how do you envision it and uh, do you have any goals in mind sometimes few players message us and say that can you please help us provide some sponsorship or uh, help in getting some contacts so that uh, they can be financially stable so in future hopefully we would get some contacts and can help these type of uh, cricketers who don't uh, who are not financially stable and we can uh, provide a path uh, for their financial stability wow <laughs> that's brilliant and i hope that uh, really happens for you guys manifesting it for you and as much as i would have loved to ask more questions let's you know jump straight into our topic so the ranji trophy that uh, started uh, had a very exciting quarter finals and in the semi finals too we had uh, first up we had mumbai and uh, up going you know log ahead so going into the match who was your favorite to win both the team were coming after a comprehensive win 
Uttar Pradesh had defeated for the uh, defeated Karnataka for the first time, so they were high on confidence. Mumbai came after winning with a margin of 700 runs. So personally, both of them were in top form, so it was difficult to predict which one would win. Right, and you know, UP even won the toss and decided to bowl first. Do you think that was a surprising call? No, no, it was not surprising because in their last two matches they played, they chased down the target with their help, uh, with the help of their captain, Karan Sharma. Uh, they chased down 359 versus Maharashtra and then chased down 210 odd runs versus Karnataka. So it was not at all surprising that uh, they like uh, they decided to bowl first. Fair enough. And you know, batting first, uh, Mumbai made 393. And how would you rate that batting effort? We had Hardik Tamore and Yashasvi Jaiswal score some very fluent hundreds. A good knock, according to you? Yes, yes. It was a good knock. But uh, in first innings, generally, Mumbai's policy is Khadu's batting. So ideally, they would have expected a <laughs> lot more runs than 393. But it was a decent effort by... Yashasvi Jaiswal. It was a good effort by Yashasvi Jaiswal and Hardik Tammo. Hardik had uh, was a replacement of Aditya Tare and he did a decent job, uh, I would say, because as a replacement of such a legendary domestic player is not an easy job and he did pretty well. Exactly. And if you also had to look at uh, UP's you know, first innings bowling effort, how would you look at it? UP bowlers, I feel, bowled pretty well. And uh, especially their captain did a good job, Karan Sharma. He picked up four wickets. Uh, they uh, uh, they were initially, uh, Mumbai were initially cruising uh, for a bigger target, but they restricted them for 393 after, the, after dismissing Hardik Tamo. So it was a pretty good effort, I would say. Enough. And uh, even when you look at UP's first innings, right? Now, many people would call it disastrous because they were bundled out for 180. So what, according to you, went wrong with that effort? UP's opening partnership has been a bit of a concern. They were not getting stable starts. And in almost every match, their first innings batting has been not so satisf satisfactory. And they were always catching up they were always considering the lead and then trying to chase it in the fourth inning. So uh, that uh, that first inning score of 180 costed them badly. Exactly. And uh, if we also talk about Mumbai, right, it looked like they could carry on that momentum from first innings because in the second innings, they literally outbatted UP. They made a monstrous score of 533-44. Now, how good was it, you know, to see Ashwazvi Jaiswal notch up yet another uh, 100 and 50-plus score, and even Arman Jaffer's just, you know, finally coming through and scoring those big runs. It was a very good transition from IPL to Ranji Trophy because Yashasvi Jaiswal wasn't picked in playing in even for the first half of the Ranji Trophy, and after showing good form in IPL, he got a chance and he smoothly did a great job in Ranji Trophy. And initially with Prithvi Shaw, he, uh, Shaw, he showed the patience of, uh, of playing out 50 balls. And uh, gradually after the dismissal of Shaw, he showed uh, shown his range of shots and accelerated from there on and uh, hit another century. It was brilliant innings. And about Arman Jaffer, he is a talented young man like Sarfraz. Uh, 
they both were competing against each other to score uh, who would score bigger runs uh, arman did tamper off a bit uh, in the last few years but um, this season ranji trophy has been pretty good and he did show his classical shot right it was really a refreshing sign for uh, mumbai too but uh, let's take our discussion to the match which had madhya pradesh versus bengal now again going into this match who was your favorite to win personally i thought bengal would be much more stronger team because they are the defending uh, they are the runners up of the uh, last season when saurashtra defeated so i expected them uh, they would uh, they would defeat madhya pradesh but madhya pradesh because of their coach chandrakant sir did a great job i would say to defeat such big team right we will talk about the legendary coach chandrakant pandit a little later on in the episode but uh, talking about this match do you think this was one of your properly fairly contested encounter where we got to see all the four innings and it was you know not on the basis of some first innings lead that uh, you know winners were declared yes yes i prefer this type of match rather than boring first innings lead match where the day four becomes irrelevant and they are just doing a extended net session on the ground so this was a refreshing change and hopefully in upcoming knockouts also we would see that exactly and uh, even talking about madhya pradesh's first innings right uh, it was kind of good we saw the scintillating knock by himanshu mantri where he scored that 165 So, what are your thoughts on uh, that batting effort? Loved the Himanshu Mantri's batting technique. He looked so solid while opening the batting. He has a multiple job of doing wicket keeping also, and opening the batting is uh, not that easy. But he managed it pretty well, and scoring that one sixty five was one of the brilliant innings I have seen in Ranji Trophy this season. He looked solid. and i feel uh, coach did a great job in giving him the opportunity to open the batting exactly he really looked fluent in that knock and uh, talking about bengal right now their first inning score was kind of underwhelming 273 and uh, considering you know they had shabaz ahmed and manoj tiwari chipping with those crucial knocks and that partnership were you kind of dissatisfied with that batting effort yes because uh, they got a fake confidence of scoring that 950s so they were i feel overconfident that they would be able to replicate that type of batting in semi final uh, also so i feel uh, they were just a bit uh, not so fluent with their batting so 273 was not a good score even after two players getting century that was a under par score by them in first innings Exactly, but uh, you know, talking about comebacks now, do you think uh, Bengal had a good comeback, restricting Madhya Pradesh to two eighty one, but uh, still set them up for a tricky chase? Yes, they restricted them for two eighty one, but it was a Herculean task to chase two eighty one in a semi final pressure match. So I think it was a uh, they tried to chase down the target, but Kumar Karthikeya uh, has been. in top form he gained the confidence after playing in ipl and he continued his good form in ranji trophy also so it was very difficult for them to chase down 281 in a semi final match 
Exactly. And, you know, talking about star players from this match, we had good play, uh, good performances in the form of uh, Shabazz Ahmed uh, displaying an all-round brilliance. And we also saw fine bowling from Kumar Karthikeya. So, going ahead, uh, bright futures for them and maybe a national call-up? Yes, yes. Shabazz Ahmed has been brilliant. He has been doing very well for Bengal for last two Ranji Trophy season, consistently doing well with the bat and ball for them. So, Hopefully, India a call-up soon and hopefully BCCI would organize some India a matches. And about Kumar Karthikeya, he has been impressive. He, he has been the tireless servant. He, he has bowled, if the Madhya Pradesh is bowling 80 overs, he would bowl 30 overs more. Uh, he would bowl approximately 30 plus overs. So, he has been doing the bulk of the bowling job. So, it's great that he did everything which Madhya Pradesh team asked. Exactly. And his story too has been super inspirational, you know. But uh, although we've had such exciting semi-finals, the finals also, you know, kind of lived up to its billing. Now, Madhya Pradesh and Mumbai locked horns in this final. And uh, Madhya Pradesh reached their first final since the 98-99 season after, uh, you know, claiming that crucial win against Bengal. And Mumbai qualified for this, beating UP with that first innings lead. So, talking about the finals, right? Now, Mumbai's first innings total was 374. Do you think that was insufficient or a lack of batting intent there? It was insufficient and also their run rate was also, after batting one to, uh, 120 plus overs, their run rate was 2.7 something. So, I think they batted a bit, bit slowly, a uh, bit cautiously, I would say. Had they batted better uh, with a better strike rate in First innings, they would have gained much better lead. And 374 was insufficient after batting first. True that. And, you know, when we talk about Sarfraz uh, Khan, right? He too had a good uh, outing. And uh, how good was he? Do you think he does merit that call-up to the Indian team for the series against Bangladesh? A lot of reports have been doing the rounds that he might make it in. So, what are your thoughts on him playing for India? Sarfraz Khan definitely deserves to be part of India squad because he has been doing consistently well in red ball formats. Even versus South Africa, he, he did pretty well. So he deserves a chance to be part of the Indian squad. And gradually, when opportunity comes, he should be given a chance in playing 11 also to showcase his talent. And in Ranji Trophy, he, he played spinners pretty well. He was sweeping the ball in different parts of the ground. So, he's shown that he's uh, quite a capable batter and did pretty well. Exactly. You know, the way he was uh, playing a wide array of shots with, uh, you know, spinners was very impressive. And uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, MP's first innings total? Now, they made a massive total of 536. This was mostly because of, you know, very good efforts by Yash Dube and Rajat Patidar. So, what were your thoughts on that? innings? Madhya Pradesh innings was uh, brilliant, I would say. They wanted to bat once and they batted uh, pretty well. Their partnership with Yash Dubey and Shubham Sharma was pretty solid. They nullified the bowling attack of Mumbai and tired the bowling attack of Mumbai, which generally Mumbai does. They replicated that same formula against them. So, Chandrakansa's uh, ideology, they followed it on the ground and put on the 536 mammoth score. 
Right. And although Mumbai did have uh, a tricky finals, but uh, talking about positives, we have to talk about Shams Mulani, right? He's had a dream run this season. So how would you look at him, you know, in the future scheme of things for Mumbai and possibly an India call-up again? Shams Mulani has been pretty good. He did well in Colonel CK and I do trophy and he was, he was brilliant in Ranji trophy also. Till semi, uh, till quarterfinal, he was good. Unfortunately, he couldn't be that effective in semi-final and final. But can understand because he was playing continuously in uh, red ball format. So his body, I think, got tired. And so that's why he couldn't replicate. I feel that he couldn't replicate his best. But he has been pretty impressive. And hopefully, along with Shabazz Ahmed, he would also get an India call. Exactly. It would be really fascinating to see him play for India. And uh, if you also had to assess what went wrong, you know, with Mumbai's second innings uh, outing, how would you look at it and where do you think they just lost the plot? Madhya Pradesh made a good plan. After scoring 536 runs, they decided to bowl outside the stump, outside the reach of the batsman initially. So they tried to test the patience of the batter. So Prithvi Shaw was dismissed in a similar way, trying to fetch a ball very far from the stem. So Madhya Pradesh were very tactically strong that they would test the patience of uh, Mumbai batters and ask them to uh, score quickly. And I would say they fell in a trap of trying to score quickly and uh, setting up the target because they were trailing in the first innings lead also. So they had to make a match of it. And Madhya Pradesh were just playing with a patience game of Mumbai. Right. And last but not the least, uh, how was the run chase for Madhya Pradesh? You, th- you thought it was an easy one and did you enjoy it? Yes, it was a comprehensive chase by Madhya Pradesh. Their openers, Himanshu Mantri and Yash Dubey were pretty good. And uh, their solid number three, uh, Shubham Sharma has been was pretty consistent. He scored four centuries this season. He had a very good Vijayazare trophy also. So he, uh, the number three of that team was a pillar and he he was a backbone and he controlled the team and helped Madhya Pradesh chase down the target easily. Right. And, uh, you know, talking about some general pointers, how instrumental do you think has, uh, you know, Chandrakant Pandit been to uh, Madhya Pradesh's success? And what do you think are some of the strategies that he employed here that, you know, worked well for the team? Chandrakant sir has been brilliant, I would say. Uh-huh. There were a lot of news that there was a lot of opposition for his appointment and uh, many of the MP uh, managing committee, uh, committee didn't want him that they had the perception that he's a dictator and he would not allow players to grow, but he has been completely opposite. And uh, uh, we had an interaction with Shubham Sharma yesterday. So he shared the point that he's uh, quite a disciplined man and uh, developed plan for each and every individual and shared a file with them. And on the file, they have, uh, in the first page, they have kept a photo of the Ranji Trophy and he gave the pep talk to everyone that we have to win the Ranji Trophy and uh, every day they motivated each other and 
they were the first team to reach bangalore and started preparation almost 20 days back so it was a uh, yeah, this uh, ranji trophy win was because of their hard work and planning and preparation uh, which they helped them win madhya pradesh their first title wow that was pretty in- insightful and uh, even you know when you look at this season of the ranji trophy there was obviously resistance from the bcci and you know scheduling was a little off the pandemic was also not helping the situation but are you happy with the season of ranji trophy ideally we would have loved to have full season but because of covid we can understand that it was a truncated season thankfully bcci organized the ranji trophy but hopefully next season whenever it comes soon bcci would have a full schedule for ranji trophy exactly and uh, what are your thoughts on you know this first innings lead to declare winners in case of a draw rule do you see it uh, you know still being relevant in the upcoming seasons or do you think it merits a change can understand logic of having this rule in a four day game but uh, in in five day knockout game i think that rule is irrelevant because if you can't make a game in five days then i think Uh, this rule my personal suggestion would be this rule should not be applicable in knockouts this should be restricted in four day matches in the group stage and f- uh, first innings lead should be abolished in knockouts and team should try for outright win and uh, help the viewers uh, and uh, and viewers would also be interested to watch day 4 day 5 the match rather than uh, one team batting and batting and tiring out the bowlers exactly and if you also had to look at this right now ranji trophy in your uh, qualifying stages and the group stages is a four day uh, affair and in the knockouts it becomes a five day thing so do you uh, you know think there is a necessity to make it uh, you know standard five day tournament for better quality ideally yes it would be better but i think because of the time constraint there are other tournaments also to organize and in normal season they have eight to nine matches per group so i think that would five days in group stage would be a big challenge for bcci so i think four days in group stage and five days in knockout should be better is my suggestion right fair enough and uh, even when you look at this season right what are some of your major takeaways and uh, any players to watch out for in the upcoming seasons in this uh, this domestic season there has been a lot of left arm spinners which were on show like kumar kartikeya shams mulani shabaz ahmed and in colonel ck naidu trophy almost all the top 10 wicket takers are left arm spinners so uh, it's been a highlight that, that in india there is lot of left arm spinners and and about off spinners there is tanish kortian whose action i loved his action he tries to replicate i think nathan lyon and he has a very good action hopefully mumbai persists with him and uh, help him grow and about uh, batting talents i would say rajat patidar has been pretty impressive he looked class apart for madhya pradesh and in group season uh, there was uh, rohan kunamal from kerala who was very good he, he also scored Uh, three centuries for caroline groups the uh, group stage so 
he also looked pretty solid in group stage so hopefully he can continue his form in upcoming season exactly it will be interesting to see how they carry on the form for the next season as well and uh, this again might be a tricky question but according to you how can you know bcci better the domestic structure considering you know we have had the massive influx of finances thanks to the ipl media rights do you see a better allocation of funds for the state association so you know the players are not left uh, unhappy with the kind of payments they're getting delayed payments and everything yes bcci can improve the structure i feel their structure is quite outdated so i feel they should update the structure first and foremost when ganguly was appointed so he made a promise that players would be getting uh, contracts domestic players would be getting contracts but so far it hasn't met- materialized so hopefully bcci would take an initiative soon and contract uh, is implemented because financial stability of domestic cricketers is also important and if in case uh, because of any pandemic or something like that happens players should not suffer that badly so uh, there should be contract system and uh, that would help in the growth of the players absolutely and you know talking about uh, reforms and changes that can definitely be implemented by bcci can we see a women's equivalent ranji trophy in the future a red ball tournament we had a chat with a bcc representative as an he is working as a bcc empire for mumbai so he shared his view that and i also feel the same that if we are not playing too much of red ball cricket at international level so is it relevant to play that much red ball cricket in domestic circuit is my philosophy if there is more red ball cricket like in test cricket like currently south africa and england are playing so hopefully if there is a test championship if icc decides then bcci should start red ball cricket or if in case there is no uh, red ball cricket so bcci should start under 16 level women's uh, tournament currently it's not functional so i think under 16 tournament and under 23 tournament for women is also important because there are a lot of talented women uh, playing in domestic circuit so age group division for them should also be implemented like men are getting like under 16 under 19 under 20 exactly that's a really good point you bring up and uh, before we conclude the episode do you have any final thoughts or a message for the listeners and your uh, very passionate uh, family it's great it's been great sharing with uh, sharing the platform with you neha i have followed your podcast and thanks for inviting me uh, and thank you very much <laughs> thank you so much and uh, with this we draw curtains on the episode that served as a review of this uh, brilliant ranji trophy 2022 semi finals and finals thank you so much for you know taking time off your busy schedule to do this and uh, until next time take care and bye Thank you so much for tuning into this episode and for your unstinted support throughout. Please follow and press the bell icon on Spotify and subscribe to the podcast on Google Podcast for the latest episode updates and stay tuned. Do check out at the rate never in the back foot on Instagram and at the rate never in the back one on Twitter for the latest facts. 
terminology retweets fresh tweets and a lot more that's coming up this cricket season just for you the podcast is also available on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify anchor overcast and a lot of other platforms so please do spread the word also feel free to share your thoughts and suggestions with already published episodes and recommendations for future topics do share this episode widely and your support is really appreciated see you next time listeners cheers stay safe and take care bye for now